Dougie Hamilton comes up clutch for the New Jersey Devils once again. But let's talk about Jack Hughes as well, because Jack Hughes deserves a lot of credit for how he set up Dougie Hamilton in OT. And speaking of OT, can the Devils please stop sending games into overtime and try to win in regulation? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Elliott scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, Devils Ride for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credentialed media member, Trey Matthews. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to vent a little bit. So I'm a little bit salty. Why am I salty, you might ask? Well, during the course of my winter break, I had the great pleasure of being a part-time credentialed media member for the New Jersey Devils. I was credentialed for eight games, and during that eight-game home stretch for the Devils, They were only able to muster up one win, and that was my final day against the New York Rangers. Ever since then, the Devils have won two home games. They won an OT against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then they obviously just won their most recent matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights by a score of 3-2. to So, yeah, I'm a little bit salty in that regard. Wish I could have covered more wins, but nonetheless, I'm I'm very proud of the New Jersey Devils for fighting back and just overall – uh, coming away with the win in OT. So Dougie Hamilton came up clutch. Andre Pilat was able to come away with the goal. And also Vitek Vanacek, what more can I say that hasn't been said before? He is fantastic in between the pipes for a devil. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you guys my overall perspective on how the game went for the Devils. Then I'm going to talk about the top performers, which was Dougie Hamilton, Andre Pilat, and Vitek Vanacek, like I just mentioned. And then in the final segment, I'll give the Devils a letter grade and compare the stats. So if I had to describe this game for New Jersey Devils, I have them written down. Here are some adjectives that come to mind. Resilience, fight back, exhilarating, clutch. But let's not do this type of game again. What do I mean by that? Well, this was the fourth straight OT game for the New Jersey Devils. So first and foremost, I'm glad that they're finding ways to come away with the win and walk away with at least something. So this is something I was talking about during the course of December, which is I don't care if you win or not, or I I do care if you win or not. But if you're going to uh, play hard, at least try to send it into OT. So in that case, at least try to walk away with a point so you can try to uh, gather all the points you potentially can come the end of the season when the games start to add up a little bit more. So I'm proud that they're trying to find a way to walk away with at least something. But at the same time, when you're playing four straight OT matchups, fatigue is going to catch up to you. And the Devils really need to clean up certain aspects, especially how they play in period number two. So the the one thing that uh, comes to mind when playing against the Vegas Golden Knights, they don't draw many penalties. The Devils didn't get their first power play opportunity until OT, and that's when Dougie Hamilton was able to score his game-winning goal. So I'm just trying to think of it from this sort of perspective, which is if you're the New Jersey Devils, I don't really want to use the term lucky because winning, especially at this great magnitude, is not blind luck like people were talking about during the course of December. It actually does take skill. So the Devils getting all these wins is great and all, but during this more recent stretch, 
I would like to see the Devils come away with the win in regulation, give their opponent no points on the board instead of having them walk away with one. And at the same time, you're not uh, using up so much energy. So that's what I want to see from the Devils, which is OT victories are great and all. They're exciting. I definitely get out of my chair, but I would like to see less of them for right now because I really don't want some of our young guys to hit a wall, especially with our bottom six not really being all that consistent. So that's my thing, which is I fear that some of the guys who are not consistent already, they're going to become even more inconsistent as we just send into more OT battles. We play lackadaisical because that's another issue. Sometimes the Devils just play too lazy and it comes back to bite them. So they have played nine OT games this season and almost half of them have come during this recent five stretch of games or so. So just to give you that sort of reference. So they need to find ways to get more goals consistently. So here's a pattern that I'm seeing. Either they score first and that's all they can get and they play, you know, lackadaisical and they rely too much on Vitek Vancek or Mackenzie Blackwood or whoever is in between the pipes to try to keep them in the game. I'm not saying like this is like their theme throughout the entire year. This is just basically what I'm seeing from these last few games. And it's proven true because like I said, Four straight overtime games. And here's another stat that's kind of shocking to me. The Devils are 19-6-1 after scoring the first goal of the game. However, they are 5-10-2 when they trail after the second period. And they were trailing after the second period in this game because they had just a couple lapses and it was just a bad sequence of events. So Eric Halla just not shooting leads to a Vegas Golden Knights goal. And then moments later, the, the Vegas Golden Knights are able to get another one on the board. And thus it's two to one. And it looked like that Damon Severson got tangled up with Carlson on that second goal by the Vegas Golden Knights. A lot of people were putting on the blame saying Damon Severson scored it on his own net. I don't personally see it. I just think that his stick got tangled up. There was no room for him to go. I think his stick was just, just right behind VTech Vanacek. So really just like no room for Damon Severson to do anything with it. And as you guys know, uh, I, I don't call myself a Damon Severson hater, but I'm not against the fact of getting him out of here and maybe getting uh, someone like Timo Meyer, like I discussed with Jersey Joe in the more recent episode, or maybe another top-notch player, because I think Damon Severson has run his course in a Devils uniform. But that's my personal opinion, especially since he's set to become an unrestricted free agent. But digressing a little bit, I will give uh, any opportunity to just say Damon Severson needs to get out of here. However, in this case, I'm not going to blame him this time around. So the Devils trail two to one after period number two, and it took them into the final few seconds of period number three to tie the game, thanks to Dougie Hamilton and his heroics. So we're going to talk about that in segment two. But the one thing I just want to talk about, it, like I, I think Vitek Vancek, once again, was phenomenal at goalie for Devils, and he was keeping the team in the game. So, and that's another problem that the Devils need to work on. So I talked about it when Mackenzie Blackwood uh, played against the Seattle Kraken. We weren't giving him any help. And the Devils need to do the same thing for Vitek Vancek because the thing is, is like, it's so weird. Every time Mackenzie Blackwood is doing all the work, it seems like the Devils always lose and it doesn't make him look good. 
But when the when BTEC Banchek is in between the pipes, the Devils find a way to either send it into OT or come away with the win in regulation, whatever the case might be. But nonetheless, the same story is true for our goalies, which is we cannot keep relying on them to do all the work, especially when you don't know when your opportunities are going to uh, present themselves, especially playing against a team like the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that doesn't draw that many penalties, a team that is good five on five. However, the Vegas Golden Knights were missing their captain, Mark Stone, and uh, obviously that puts a hinder on their power play. But nonetheless, uh, the, the Vegas Golden Knights, they don't draw that many penalties and you don't want to give them any uh, man advantages. So just putting that out there for the devil. So my overall reaction to the game, which was it was exciting. It was great to see, especially since the Devils came away with the win. I'm a lot more happy and it's nice to see that the Devils come up clutch and uh, comparing it to the last few years, the Devils would just normally give up, or if they pull the goalie, it's usually going to result in an in, in, in empty netter for their opponent. But the Devils have proven that you can't sleep on them, especially within the final few seconds. And they said it best on the broadcast on ESPN Plus, which is the Devils have a knack for theatrics, as in getting last-second goals. So proud of the Devils, but let's try to break out of that streak of sending the game into overtime and try to find just a little bit more consistency. We're getting there, but I think the Devils can just clean it up just a tad bit. Okay, so the top players for this game for New Jersey Devils were, in my eyes, Dougie Hamilton, Andre Palat, and Vitek Banachek. So I already talked about Vitek Banachek and what he did for the Devils at goalie, and uh, I, I don't think I could say anything that hasn't been said before. So uh, hats off to Vitek Banachek and maybe he'll go out for Hibachi uh, either the next game or whatever the case might be. But Vitek Banachek, like I said in the previous episode, is a national treasure and I could see why he's a fan favorite. And during my course of being a credentialed media member for the Devils, um, he was one player that I really wanted to interview but never got the chance. So Hats off to VTech Manchek. Now, let's talk about Dougie Hamilton because Dougie Hamilton was able to carry over what he did in the Pittsburgh Penguins game into this matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights. So, as in the final few seconds were on the clock, Dougie Hamilton was able to tie it. But uh, what, what do I mean by able to repeat what he did against the Pittsburgh Penguins? He came away with the game winning goal in OT. Because here's the problem. So, I'll talk about Jack Hughes' assist momentarily because that assist by itself deserves somewhat of a talking point now for Dougie Hamilton he has been one of the more clutch players for the Devils this season so I talk a lot about how Nico Heischer is clutch but after this game Dougie Hamilton was able to tie Nico Heischer for most game-winning goals on the team with five so it's it's about who's going to get the next game-winning goal is it going to be Nico Heischer or is it going to be Dougie Hamilton and based on how Dougie Hamilton has been playing the last uh, couple games uh, I think Dougie Hamilton might surpass Nico Heischer and get his sixth game winning goal of the season. However, uh, he could get it in period number one and the Devils uh, end up winning one to nothing. And then that puts him at six. So just a little joke and I'm digressing a little bit. But anyway, Dougie Hamilton, similar to Nico Heischer, knows how to step up his game when it matters most. So I talked about this game, talked about the previous game. But the one game, and, and I said this in my midseason report, one game that really stuck out to me was that overtime win that the Devils had against the Ottawa Senators uh, a few months ago. So I believe this was in November, and this was during the midst of their uh, win streak. I think this extended that extended their win streak to seven. But um, Dougie Hamilton, in overtime, was able to get the primary assist on Nico Heischer's redirect. So at first I thought Dougie Hamilton had scored it, but it just grazed Nico Heischer 
just a little bit. And he sure was credited with the game winning goal in that sort of uh, aspect. But anyway, that's just another example that comes to mind of Dougie Hamilton being clutch for Devils. And and I talked about Nico Heischer possibly being snubbed from the uh, All-Star game, but I think Dougie Hamilton has a legitimate case as to why he should have also possibly made the All-Star game because we talk a lot about our baby big three, but we don't really talk enough about uh, Dougie Hamilton, and I'm going to take that to my grave because Dougie Hamilton has been one of the more vital players for the Devils this season. Yes, his defense makes me want to rip my hair out at times, but early on this game, he was able to break up an odd man rush in the favor of the Vegas Golden Knights and suppress them and defuse their uh, attack. So Dougie Hamilton was playing both sides fairly well during the course of this game. And he deserves a, 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 and once again, he is just a very underrated player for the devils. And we should be grateful that he is on this roster. So in 47 game appearances, he has 13 goals, 29 assists for a grand total of 42 points. And he has a plus minus, a plus 14. So even though his defense can be frustrating at times, sometimes it, it, it just comes at the wrong possible time. And I think that's why sometimes it's underneath a microscope. But at the same time, Dougie Hamilton, phenomenal in this game for Devils, coming up clutch in back-to-back outings and just sending the, the Devils faithful home happy. So Dougie Hamilton coming up big in back-to-back OTs, hats off to uh, Dougie. So everyone... Dougie a little bit, do the Dougie. So Dougie Hamilton might be a key X factor if the Devils are legitimately trying to make a deep playoff run uh, come the end of the season. But we'll talk more about that when that time comes. But uh, another player that I want to talk about is Andre Palat. So the the line that consisted of Jesper Bratt, Nico Heischer, and Andre Palat, they were passing the puck beautifully, like pitch perfect. So that top line put out by Lindy Ruff, uh, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it now because uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe just a few days ago, wherever the case might be, I was talking about how maybe it's it, it should be in Lindy Ruff's best interest to move Andre Palat down to the bottom six because having spoken to Andre Palat before, he says he's willing to do whatever is best for a team, especially with him being a veteran. And I, I just said it, it has to be like more of a temporary thing. I didn't say it would be a permanent situation. But I just said, like, let him ease into it just a little bit more. But I think in this game for Andre Palat, I really hope this is a game in which he just breaks out of his, like, return from injury slump, if that's even a thing. Because this was his first goal since October 20th, 2022, against the New York Islanders. And since he returned from injury on January 5th, he experienced 10 consecutive games without a goal. So I really hope this is the the game that just breaks Andre Palat out of that little bit of a slump. And it's justifiable because it's one of the issues that I said that the Devils were going to have to face when he returns from injury, just because they're going to have to just like uh, try to integrate him back into the lineup. The Devils already have some good chemistry. The Devils went on that 13 game win streak without his services. So it was just a matter of like, how do we slide him in? How do we get him back into his groove? And I said, put him on the bottom six so that way there's less pressure on him. But in this game against the Vegas Golden Knights, like I said, that Nico Heischer line, that top line was just uh, beautiful. And I really hope they're able to maintain maintain that consistency. And hopefully Andre Palat is able to uh, just take leaps and bounds of improvement uh, coming from this matchup. So 
I, I had high expectations for Andre Pollock going into the season, and obviously it's been a struggle for him, especially with him having to deal with that groin injury. But I think Andre Pollock can still, similar to Dougie Hamilton, be a vital X factor for the Devils moving forward because Tom Fitzgerald has said that uh, he won't make a big deal uh, when it comes to like trades or whatever the case might be because uh, according to Ryan Obazinski and James Nichols, when I did a tour space with them, um, they said that according to Fitzy, the, the situation for Andre Pilat is that they're going to use him as their quote unquote big addition to the team. Because remember, I just said Devils went on that 13 game heater without Andre Pilat, and he's a former champion. He was always solid on those Tampa Bay Lightning rosters. So it was just like, there's our big name player. We went on a 13 game win streak without him. Now we add him back into the mix. Now we're going to be even better. Really hope that's not the mindset for Tom Fitzgerald, but Andre Pilat similar to Doug Hamilton, like I just said, will be a huge X factor going forward. So I want to talk about Jack Hughes' awesome assist to Dougie Hamilton to end the game in OT. P.K. Subban, uh, he was big on Jack Hughes during the course of this telecast. So he was talking about Jack Hughes pregame, during the intermissions, and also postgame because Jack Hughes was smothered. He was uh, charging into the offensive end, and there were two Vegas Golden Knights players that just shoved him into the boards to try to cut off his passing lanes and also make sure that he uh, didn't use his speed to his advantage. So I want to give credit where credit is due. The Golden Knights did an excellent job of just cutting off Jack Hughes and making sure that he didn't have an an inch of breathing room. But here's what uh, Jack Hughes was able to do. He had, like, eyes in the back of his head, on the side, Uh, underneath his chin, whatever the case might be, because like I said, he is getting shoved into the boards and yet he's able to see Dougie Hamilton because Dougie Hamilton, he sort of passed the point area and he centers it off to him and Dougie Hamilton gets a wide open shot because the Vegas Golden Knights during their penalty kill, they were more focused on Jack Hughes. They were more focused on Jesper Bratt. And when Nico Heischer was out there, they were also focused on Nico Heischer. So they were forgetting about Dougie Hamilton. And I also saw Petrangelo just... Uh, try to creep away from Dougie Hamilton to focus more on Jack Hughes because Jack Hughes was was about to sliver his way out of that situation. But Jack Hughes found his open teammate, and Dougie Hamilton, like I said, had a wide-open shot. So people need to realize that Jack Hughes is a top-three contender when it comes to the Hart Memorial Trophy. And I'm going to save it for a full-fledged episode because, unfortunately, uh, as exciting as Jack Hughes is, he has to deal with one player, and that's Connor McDavid. And Connor McDavid is having a great season, even past his, his regular standards, because we all know that Connor McDavid is great, but he's surpassing it somehow, some way. But I'll make an argument for Jack Hughes. I'll make a case for him. And who knows if he continues to do this, because it's still January. We still have a little less than halfway to go. So there's still plenty of games left on the docket. If Jack Hughes can, t- can continue doing what he's doing then I think Connor McDavid might look over his shoulder just a little bit just a tad bit looking in his rear view mirror and just saying wait where did he come from because I said Jack Hughes has a legitimate chance to win the Hart Trophy if he has a Taylor Hall type of season and that's what he's doing that pass was phenomenal like I said he had no business of getting that pass cleanly to Dougie Hamilton no no business at all because he has two defenders to worry about. And like I said, Petrangelo was was about to uh, help out. 
Jack Hughes is amazing. And like I said, it, this just deserved its own talking point. So phenomenal job by the truth, a.k.a. Jack Hughes. So before we wrap up today's show, I actually want you guys to make some extra money, especially during the course of the NFL playoffs. And it comes from our new sponsor over at FanDuel. So the NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. FanDuel has your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So head over to FanDuel and make some extra money during the course of the NFL playoffs. I got my money on the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to the Super Bowl this year, so I'm really excited to, to see which two teams I'm, I get to witness. But nonetheless, Make sure to visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. And now I want you guys to continue to eat happier and healthier. So I'm going to get you hip to Athletic Greens. So uh, I literally use this product every single day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. My body's a temple, so I got to start treating it as such. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and abstinence to help start your day right this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all those things. So it, it's the one thing that's best about AG1 is that its lifestyle is friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good, supports better sleep quality, and recovery supports mental clarity, alertness. It's one thing that's best about Athletic Greens is that it uses best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so like I do with every post-game recap, let's look at the final stats, and then I'm going to give a letter grade for the New Jersey Devils. So shots on goal differential, 36 to 30 in favor of the Devils. So uh, I'm going to say this once more. It's one of the few times during the course of this month or whatever the case might be, because December was a rough patch for them, where the Devils led in the shots on goal category, but actually came away with the win. So they're no longer getting goalied, everybody. Face-off percentage, 65% to 35% in favor of the Devils. Power play, Golden Knights were 0 for 3, so excellent job by the penalty killers for the Devils. Devils were 1 for 1 in their power play. Once again, their one and only power play in which they were able to capitalize on came at the hands of Dougie Hamilton in OT, so sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, and sometimes it's good to be lucky. Hits, 21 to 17 in favor of the Golden Knights. Blocks, 21 to 18 in favor of the Golden Knights. Giveaways, Devils led this department 13 to 9. So when giving a final letter grade for the Devils, it's a little bit of a tough one just because they did come away with the win. Like I said, I gave those amazing adjectives to describe 
how I felt about the game. But at the same time, I did tell you guys my concerns about the overall effort from the Devils. So if I did have to give a letter grade for them, I'm going to give them a B plus because once again, period number two, after a couple bad series of events and letting VTech band check down, Devils were trailing after period number two, and they really had to throw a Hail Mary, which is getting the extra skater and pulling their goalie so that way they could get the quick goal. And once again, it came away uh, on the good end for the New Jersey Devils. But at the same time, we cannot continue to rely on that. So I don't want to say it's lucky because, uh, like I said, getting a win is never lucky, especially with the, the amount of wins the Devils have been racking up this season. But it's sort of feels like that and they and I will say they did get lucky when the Vegas Golden Knights got a penalty in OT so I'm going to give so like I said B plus for Devils can't give them an A because it wasn't an A performance but at the same time it was still a very good effort by the Devils and they came away with the win and they know how to come up clutch and they know how to come away with the win in OT and not choking away so let me know what you guys think. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. What did you think about the overall game? Uh, and what did you think about those overall stats I shared with you in regards to the Devils OT streak? Uh, the amount of times they've uh, they've lost a game after trailing period number two or their overall record after scoring the first goal of the game. Curious to hear your guys' thoughts. And if you're listening on podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode... That's the time I have for you, so continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.